0: Good morning. How's everybody doing? Hey, You got a Bible? You need to turn to 2 Kings chapter 5, 2 Kings 5, all right? Everybody look at your neighbor and say, stick them up. Oh, no, no, no. Look, everybody look at me. Look at me. How many of you, is there anybody here who's never, ever seen me before? Raise your hand. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Look at this. Okay, look, my name Reggie. I'm from the United States of America. And I live in the South in the United States of America, which is important because if you've seen any Medea movie, when they go to church, I'm the preacher. You hear what I'm saying? All right. So so this is like Southern American black church on a Sunday morning in Auckland. All right. So then there's rules. Number one, touch your neighbor, look him in the eye and say, all right, all right, all right. Number two, look at your other neighbor because somebody didn't do it for them and say, all right, all right, all right. Now, everybody look at me and say, come on, Reggie. Reggie. Somebody say, preach it, Reggie. Reggie. I know you got more sleep than I did last night because my plane, something happened in Tonga. If it's going to go wrong, it'll be in Tonga. Nobody, even my friend, he wasn't even nervous when they said, the computers are down. We're going to have to do this manually to get to Auckland. Literally, what did he use? His, his iPhone maps? <laughs> I just, I, but he was not where I was not We just hung out. It was all good. So we got here. It's good. We're going to have church today. So everybody say, everything's going to be all right. Come on, touch your neighbor. Look him in the eye and say, everything's going to be all right. 2 Kings chapter 5. And the reason I had you say, stick them up. Here's what this is. I'm old school, I'm old, but I look good because black don't crack, all right? (laughs) But I'm old, I'm real old. Now, when I was a kid, we didn't have veggie tails and all that stuff, you know what I'm saying? Kids got it made today, Uh uh-uh. Back then, we had, in Sunday school, mm, anybody remember that? We had a Sunday school teacher, anybody remember those? And all she had was a white board. It was called a flannel board. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Just kind of grunt or moan. Do something, all right? You know, and she would have these, they would like peel out cartoon characters. And she'd tell the Bible story and stick the character up on that flannel board. And it was a stick-em-up story. All I got this morning is a stick em Some of y'all thought all-American, right? He going to pull out a gun and take my money. No. It's a stick-em-up story. Stick-em-up story. Now look at your neighbor and say, here we go. Look at your other neighbor and say, Here we go. But before we do that, I got to play my first song I ever learned on the saxophone. I decided today to play it for you. My first song. All the campuses that are watching, here we go. This is it. My first song I ever played on the saxophone. Here we go. There was a boy who loved getting home after school. That's right, girl. (laughs) To get home fast, he would cut through the cemetery. One night he was trying to get home and he's running through the cemetery and he didn't realize they had just dug a new grave right in the middle of the path that he took through the cemetery. When he hit that six foot deep hole, he went down. He gathered himself, mud, looked up, started trying to grab dirt, whatever he could to get out of that grave, but he couldn't do it. The more he tried, the more it got harder. Finally, he stopped, put his hands on his knees and said, I ain't never going to get out of here. And that's when he heard a voice behind him say, me either. Somehow that boy got the strength to get out of that hole right then. Sometimes you need to find a way out of the hole. You need to find a way out of the hurt. You need to find a way out of the pain. You need to find a way out of the struggle. I'm just the voice behind you giving you a little extra push on a Sunday morning to get yourself up and out of what you into. You wasn't born to be where you are today. Somebody touch your neighbor and say, he's starting fast. And all I'm going to do is prove this to you in a stick-em-up story. The Bible says in 2 Kings chapter 5, verse 1, it says, now Naaman. Everybody say Naman. Naaman. Come on, go with me, people. Say Naman. Naaman. I know some of y'all tired. It's all right. Say Naaman. I don't expect you to be as enthu- enthusiastic as my Tongan brothers and sisters, but that's okay. Not everybody can live in the area code called 676. I'm just saying, all right? Everybody say Naaman. Naaman, Naaman was the commander of the army of the king of Aram. He was a great man. Everybody say great man. Now, hold on. I'm not having you repeat this just so you can repeat it. I'm having you repeat this so you can understand what's happening. You have no idea. Some of you are super spiritual, and I'm so happy for you. And when you see a story like this, you're sitting there going, oh, I know this. I know he's going to dip in the water seven times. It's going to be all right. I can just get on my phone and text my neighbor. Go ahead. That means I'm not here for you or Jesus ain't here for you. I heard that all the way down in Napier right there. All right. Oh, all right. Hey, he was a great man in the sight of his master. Highly regarded. Because through him, everybody, do you hear what I said? Through him. Through him, the Lord had given Aaron victories. Through him, not through the army, not through the men he led. Through him, they won. Through him, there was victory. This dude was off the chain. He the man. He walked down the street. Women giggled. (laughs) In a good way. Men looked at him and they said, I wish I could be him. I wish I could be him. Even the king admired him. But how many of you know that when you read all this stuff, there's always going to be a but? There's always a but. It said he was a valiant soldier, but he had leprosy. He's the hero in the story. He's the man. He's the captain of the host. Everybody adored him. He had it all, but he had a secret. Naaman was a leper. Behind closed doors, we still need a God. When we have our secrets, we still need a savior. When we don't want no one to know, we know that he already knows. You got to understand, you can't lean on your own understanding. You need to trust in God through all your heart and all your soul. I'm talking to somebody this morning. You need to know, I want a God who can keep me in the dark just as well as he can keep me in the light. Hillsong has a song that says he's God on the mountain and when the mountain's in the way. Even in the shadow, he's still God. Somebody touch your neighbor and say he's still God. Yeah. Naaman, he was great and weak at the same time because Naaman was a leper. Where do you go? Where do you go? There ain't no drugstore. There's no Benadryl. There ain't nothing you can take. You go to a doctor, he's gonna tell everybody. Where do you hide? He realizes there's no doctor, no nurse, no nothing. He is all alone in this struggle. And he can't tell nobody because if he does, it's over. If he tells anybody, it's done. The power, the status, the money, the mighty man image, all gone because Naaman was a leper. Why me? Why do I have to be like this? Why do I hurt? Why do I have sorrow? Why is she happy? Anybody come to church and see people all smiley and you just want to punch them? (laughs) Naaman had only one place. I tell you, it had to be too much. The smell of rotten flesh. You see, leprosy is like reverse cancer. See, cancer... It's like the inside and works its way out. Leprosy is on the outside and works its way in. It just starts eating away at your skin. It becomes a sore. Then it becomes a scab. Then you start pulling stuff off. Then it starts eating the flesh. Then it starts smelling. It's literally rotting your life away. Itty bitty bits at a time. You can't hide it. It's from the sole of your feet to the top of your head. See, a lot of people can hide things, but the longer you hold on to nasty, nasty's going to come out of you, all right? You could try to hide it. You could try again you could try to pray you could try to kill oh I'm all right I'm all right everything's good but the more you try that the closer you are to the reality of who you really are you are dying you are messed up you are lost and you need somebody to save you man I'm preaching good today I'm just saying oh maybe because I'm hungry I want to get out of here and get some chicken <laughs> the only place Naaman could go was home the only place he could hide was home now, you know why? Let's look at verse number two. I like this. See, I love the Bible because the Bible in one verse gives us an entire sermon. Then it twists it with verse two. Like you think you got everything you need? Hold on. But there's more. That was like the first commercial break right there. Now that we're back, watch this. Now, bands of raiders from Aram had gone out and had taken captive a young girl from Israel. She served Naaman's wife. Now, let me put that in normal human being language, all right? This Naaman, his soldiers, they were out on patrol, and they saw this little girl from Israel, and they kidnapped her. They took her, took her from her home. They brought her back, and Naaman made that girl his wife's slave. So here's this girl minding her own business, doing her own thing, and now she's taken. So now we got the hero, and now we have the peasant. I love the way God sees things. He doesn't see it the way I do. He just twists it on us. But let me help you out. Because maybe you're in this room this morning. Maybe you're watching this in one of our churches around this beautiful country called New Zealand. But maybe you're struggling. Maybe you don't want to be where you're at. You didn't want that to happen to you. You didn't ask to get sick. You didn't ask for your husband to leave. You didn't ask for your wife to say that. You didn't ask for your kids to do that. You're like this girl who's been taken from something that she didn't want to be. She could have been getting water to go home and cook dinner. She could have been coming home from school. She could be taking care of her mom and dad all of a sudden these men from nowhere just snatch her up and put her where she doesn't want to be it could happen at any moment in anybody's life if you're happy today hold on next week's coming if you're good today hold on next week's gonna get you too but he's God on the mountain and in the valley he's God in the shadow and the sunlight I didn't sing it. You did. Do you know what you sang this morning? You said, not for a minute was I forsaken. Now, I, I'm a little excited because that quote was in my notes. And I wrote this two weeks ago. Y'all don't get it, do you? Y'all singing a song on the very morning that I have a quote in my sermon, which tells me I don't know who you are or where you are. but this is straight up for you. Because you need to understand, he's there. Hey, listen to me. Before you cast out what you're going through, before you rebuke or toss aside what's happening to you, you need to understand, God allowed this to happen to you. And if he allowed it to happen to you, he's in it with you. He ain't letting you walk alone. You may think you're by yourself, but you're not alone. And if he's able to walk through it with you, he's able to get you on the other side. Somebody touch your neighbor and say, he's going to get you through this. Touch your other neighbor and say, he's going to get you through. Man, that's good. Verse 3. She, this is the little slave girl. She said to her mistress, this is Naaman's wife. She said, if only my master would see the prophet who is in Samaria, he would cure him of his leprosy. Hmm. Why would she do that? why would you care about somebody who took you from your home he was the cause of all her nasty he was the reason she was a must he was the if she had to put one face to all that hurt all the pain it was him and now she if it was me i'd sit in a corner and watch that sucker die serves him right You shouldn't be taking people from them. This is what you get. Thank you, God. Kill him. Yeah, go ahead and laugh like you don't think that about somebody who's still alive. Because they raped you. Listen to me today. I don't preach fluff. I preach real. I'm not talking about somebody who put something on Instagram about you. Who cares what people put on Instagram about you? That's why there's a delete button. What is wrong with you people? Like they matter. People who say stuff about you, look at their hands. Have them pull up their shirt and look at their side. If you don't see no holes, if you don't see no spear rule, then you don't need to worry about what they are saying about you. Quit letting the world dictate your emotion. Let God dictate who you are. That's who this girl is. That's what she did. She's just a maid. Are you sure about that? That's why Naaman let her see his flesh been eating. She don't matter. She's a slave. She's no home. She's been kidnapped. She's alone. She don't matter. But listen to me this morning. No matter where you at, listen to me right now. That little maid had more power than the hero could ever have. Man, I don't know if you're getting this today. But I got to preach it like somebody's life depends on it. He had power. Naaman had power because of what he did. She had power because of who she knew. Who do you know on Sunday morning? Who do you know a week before the queen's birthday? Who do you know? I never celebrated that before. I can't wait. This is my first queen birthday. I'm just like so excited. I'm so excited. That was mine. Okay, Wayne, there you go. I did the best I could. I need a a tea. I better stop. This is not going... I love it. Who do you know this morning? Touch your neighbor right now and say, who you know? Touch your other neighbor and say, hey, who do you know? Hey, it's who you know. In the middle of the herd, it's who you know. In the middle of the darkness, it's who you know. In the middle of chemotherapy, it's who you know. Even nurses are like, why he smiling? What's wrong with this? I don't get this. I don't understand. It's who he knew. Even in death, that's who you know. It better be, imagine really important. (laughs) She didn't have to do what she did. She could have been mad because he took her away. Did you know God let Naaman take the very one who would be the answer to his problem? Some of you are in the middle of something and you're like why I don't understand why why did God leave me? What if he didn't leave you? What if he's using you? And that's what our goal is to be used by God. To be his his instrument on this planet earth. But sometimes to be used by God, it's got you got to have a sleepless night or two, okay? To be used by God, sometimes you got to have pain. you got to smile through it all. you got to get up when you don't want to get up. you got to move when you don't want to move. you got to look and say certain things that you wish you didn't have to say. You have to do that. Watch this. Verse number four. Naaman went to his master and told him what the girl from Israel said. By all means, go, the king of Aram replied. I will send a letter to the king of Israel. So Naaman left, taking with him ten talents of silver, six thousand shekels, six gold, ten, ten, ten sets of clothing. He took all that stuff. Hey, can I just explain something? You don't need to take nothing. He's got everything. You don't need to provide. See, he thought, I have to have this in case I have to barter, in case I have to buy my, my healing. My, I got to buy, I got to earn the right of this profit. Dude, God had already put all that in motion when he took that little girl. He saw the leprosy before the leprosy began to grow. He saw your pain before your pain even came to you. And if he saw it before it came, then he has the answer before you see it. So you need to live like it's already yours. Oh, I don't want to. I know, I know. Some of y'all, oh, this is name it, claim it. No, it's not. Do you know what it is? It's a boy whose mom was a prostitute and slept with a man for $20 to get food for his brother and sisters who gave him away because she said he was a mistake and he should have never been born. It's that boy ending up in the home of a teacher whose teacher and husband told him about Jesus, who grew up and became what they say in CNN News, the number one communicator to young people on the planet we call Earth. It's called God having a plan before I was even born, taking my nasty, turning it around, and beating it with the devil. Hey, listen to me. If you're sad about what happened to you, then you need to give your life to God. You need to give it to him and let him raise you up and take what the devil did to you and beat him with it every day. You can take your sorrow and he'll turn it into joy. He'll take your tragedy and turn it into triumph. Somebody needs to look at somebody and say, it's gonna be all right. Sorry, y'all. Y'all ain't ready for me. Somebody in another campus is though. Y'all go ahead and keep shouting. Auckland, they still sleep. So I'm going to speak to the camera for the rest of this sermon. I don't know what these people here are doing, but I got people out there who are with me, all right? Come on, Hawke's Bay. I know you're with me, all right? We got this going on. Oh, oh, somebody in here showed up. All right. All right, all right, all right. I, I don't know. Maybe y'all just thought I was that other guest speaker. Obviously not. He took all this stuff with him. And he had a letter. Listen to what the letter said. The letter said, with this letter, I send my servant Naaman. I send him to you so that you may cure him of his leprosy. Verse 7. As soon as the king of Israel read the letter, he tore his robe. And he said, am I God? Can I kill and bring back to life? Why does this fellow send someone to me to be cured of leprosy? See, he's trying to pick a quarrel with me. That's what he's trying to do. Look at verse 8. When Elisha, this is the man of God, this is the prophet that the little slave girl sent the man to go be cured. When Elisha, the man of God, heard that the king had tore his robe, he sent a messenger. Okay, so he sends a messenger, the man of God does, to the king of Israel. And here's what the message says. Why'd you tear your robe? Y'all don't get it, do you? Hey, don't read the Bible just to read it. Look at it. Get yourself in the story. Okay, here's a man who can absolutely wipe out all of Israel, who has leprosy and wants to be cured. So here he is. He, the prophet, hears that this man has a letter from the king of Aaron saying, cure my man of his leprosy. And he, all that is fact. We already know that, right? The man of God didn't even care about the dude with the leprosy. He was more worried about the response of his king. Okay, I'm going to put this by the monitor so he can really scream it so y'all wake up. Here's the deal. Some of you are more worried about the crowd instead of worried about the... Some of you are more worried about your image than you are. Okay, look. Some of you are more worried about why me than you are worried about. you got to understand. Keep your eye on the prize. His name is Jesus. If he came, died, and rose again, whatever you're going through, he already has the answer. Somebody touch your neighbor and say, he's got it. He's got this. He's got this. Look at your other neighbor and say, he got your child. He's got your situation. He got your child. Okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to get to the end. And, and so, 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 Wayne, come on, Wayne. Come on. Come on, Wayne. Because so, I, I feel like I'm wasting people's time this morning just reading my little sermon and all that stuff. But that's okay because, you know what? I'm just realizing something. I'm realizing that there's a fight going on right now. There's a fight going on. Because, see, some of you, and I'll say it in the words of my friend T.D. Jakes, you don't want to be healed. You want to be the slave because you're comfortable being a slave because you know if God takes away your being a slave you don't know what to do now you're used to the pain you're used to the hurt you're used to people using you and abusing you so you're not really saying God heal me you're saying God just give me something to eat so I can stay in pain how far are you willing to go with this thing how far are you willing to go with this? Listen to me. you got to understand. That little girl could have just stayed where she was. She could have said, no, nope, no, nope, no, nope, no, nope, no, nope, no, nope. no. I can't be used by God. No, nope, well, I'm not going to tell that man to go see the prophet because he'll be healed. And he should die. He should die for what he did to me. He should die for what happened to me. And you know that? Me, 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 me. When you start focusing on you, you, and you, it ain't going to work out. But you got to understand, God has a plan. He has a plan. All I want to be is one piece of that puzzle. I don't want to be the whole picture. I just want to be one little piece. Let him put me down. And when I get to heaven, I see the whole thing. I'll forget what my little piece was and know that I'm a part of the prize. Man, that's good. You're a part of the prize. I got to finish this. Watch this, watch this, watch this. Not for a second. Can you sing that for me? Not for a minute was I forsaken. Cause I know the Lord is in this place, the Lord is in this place. Okay, okay, look, look at me, everybody look at Reggie, look at Reggie, now look, Wayne, y'all looking at Wayne like, oh, I wish I could sing like that. (laughs) I know, I know, he's been doing that for years, all right? I'm jealous too. (laughs) Watch this, watch this, watch this. Hey, King, why you tear your robe? You know that God is in heaven looking down and when something happens to you and you respond by tearing your robe, he's like, oh, come on, bro. Don't you get it? Don't you get it? Don't tear your robe. He said, why you tear your robe? Have the man come to me and he will know that there is a prophet in Israel. I love that. I want to be like the prophet. Y'all hear me, right? I know it's like, I look like it because I'm the preacher today. I know. But you got to understand, um, I've done this junk in my private life before I do it out in the public eye. Y'all know what I'm saying, right? You have to understand, my wife goes every two months to get checked for cancer. Every two months. And she has to do it for the rest of her life. So in front of my wife, I'm like, oh, baby, you good. Don't worry about that. But at four in the morning, I'm like, I ain't playing with you. Cancer. Get your hands off my wife. Every day, every day, every day, every day, every day. Somebody like, why are you telling us this? Because you need to know, you need to know I'm not preaching from just the Bible. I'm preaching from Reggie's experience through the Bible. And guess what? Another month, another month, cancer free. Two more months, cancer free. Two more months, cancer free. Hey, I'm getting used to this. Two more months, cancer free. Two more months, cancer free. And guess what? It's gonna keep going, keep going. Why? Because at four in the morning, I'm standing on the promises that God gave a little girl who was a slave. And I'm saying, if we gotta walk through this, you're going with me because not for a minute was I forsaken. Not for a minute. Not for a minute. Come on, somebody, sing it. Sing it. Not for a minute. Yes. Was I forsaken? The Lord is in this place. The Lord is in this place. <laughs> so Naaman went to the house of the prophet. Had his chariots and horses stopped at the door of Elisha's house. Elisha sent a messenger. <laughs> Y'all gotta get to this. this is just this dude he bad to the bone dog. I love that I gotta meet this cat when I get to heaven, cause he goes here's these chariots, soldiers, gold coins, sets of clothes. He's got an entourage stop, it's like Justin Bieber just came up in front of your house and you send out your little girl going hello Mr. Bieber he sent a messenger and the messenger goes go wash yourself seven times in the Jordan and your flesh will be restored and you will be cleansed, have a good day bum brother turns around shuts the door okay now look Naaman he On this whole trip, in his mind, he had the way this is supposed to go because he's that dude. He knows what to do to win a war. He knows what soldiers send what direction to get a result for a win. He knows he's always in control. But see, God has a way of helping you learn faith. He has a way of taking control totally out of your hands. And all you got to do, you ready? I've done this whole thing. Everybody listen. Obedience is the ingredient. Trust and obey. For there's no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. I could have said that 20 minutes ago and we'd already be eating chicken. But I had to set y'all up. Hey, watch this. But Naaman went away angry, angry. He said, I thought he would surely come and, and out to me and stand and call on the name of his Lord, his God, and put his hand over my leprosy. He started going, Aren't our waters better than his waters? That's what we do, isn't it? Why we even go? We don't even know where we we'll meet next Sunday. I don't understand why we have to That's what God hears. He's like, shut them up. So he goes back home. Some of you, some of wives are looking at their husband like every day. That's that's all you do. That's all you do. But watch this. Naaman's servant. He comes home. And she says, my father. Y'all see it? He kidnapped you. He stripped everything you knew. Hey, watch this. Hey, back in the day, these soldiers were ruthless. You know they raped her. You know they had their way with her. Hey, I don't think being violated like that, I can't even imagine. And what did she do? My father. some of us we hold other people's healing in our hands how we respond will be how they and result comes it's why I pray every morning my response dictates my family's result oh, gee, that is just I ain't. it ain't in my notes But my response dictates, dude, if I got, if I'm the man of God here, I gotta be the man of God at 1231 Westfield Drive. That's my house, all right? If I'm gonna be the man of God here, I gotta be the man of God on the 17th floor in the hotel room. I gotta be the man of God everywhere because it dictates not just me, but everybody who hears my voice. Life and death is in this room right now. Hope and nasty is in this room right now. But I'm here to bring hope. I'm here to bring love. I'm here to let you know. no matter what you're going through, not for a minute will you forsake it. Not for a minute. He's got you this morning. Watch this. My father, if the prophet had told you to do something great, would you not have gone out and done it? How much more then than when he tells you, wash and be cleansed? Hey. Not only does she know God, she's smart. She got like a psychology degree. So he went down and dipped himself in the Jordan seven times. And as the man of God told him, his flesh was restored and became that, as clean as that of a young boy. Not for a minute, you forsaken. You have never been forsaken. Now listen to me very carefully. I am here all day. I'm thinking I'm at 3.30 and at 6 o'clock. If you have people who you need to get saved in your life, somebody who needs Jesus... If you have somebody who's struggling, you need to get them here, buy them dinner, tell them you'll take them to a movie after we're done. Do whatever you got to do, because listen, this is the day the Lord has made for salvation, for healing, for restoration. This morning, it's time to be restored. You need to understand something today. There's two people I'm praying for. Number one, you're going through a horrific situation. And i'm here to tell you the way i preach this morning there's some hurting people up in this service all right you know what you're going through i don't care where you're at in new zealand you know you're hurting i want to pray for you that's one number two i got to ask the question of all questions the questions that changes everything but first i want to pray for those who are hurting so here's what i need Uh, pastor wayne just sing it two times through if you're going through something difficult By the time this course ends the second time, you need to be up on your feet. But now I'm gonna tell you right now, the fight's about to go down, all right? Because see, your mind and you're, you're just like, don't do it, don't get up. You can just sit here. Why do we have to respond? Why do we always have to respond? Why can't I just ask God to help me while I'm sitting here? Okay, go ahead. Go ahead with your pathetic little self because you can't stand in the presence of a God who could change everything. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Because I already told you, you act like you haven't heard me. Obedience is the ingredient. I can tell you to run around the room, and I believe if somebody does it, they will be restored like nothing before. But you know what else? I I prayed this morning that it'll be a double 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 that whoever does stand they'll get whatever you could have had if you had stood dude obedience is the ingredient you're going through hell and all you got to do is stand and you'll still sit well God's gonna have to work on your pride little brother for all we have sinned and fallen short of glory God so if you're going through something horrific and you need God to come through you got this course two times to be standing once we done two times with this course, I'm going to pray for anybody who's standing. No matter if, who you are, no matter what campus you're at, while they sing this song, you need something. You need God to come through for you. Just get up on your feet and take both hands and raise them to heaven as a universal sign of surrender. If that's you, here we go. This is the first time. Yes. The Lord is in this place. Come Holy Spirit,
1: drive on the way.
0: The Lord is in this place. Yes he is. The Lord is in this place. Okay, that's place. one this is the last time. If you need it, stand. Not for a minute. Was forsaken. The Lord is in this place. The Lord is in this stay seated it's only by the grace of god so jump up on your feet find somebody standing and just put your arms around if your whole row standing put your hand on the person beside you and say you pray for me i'm gonna pray for you come on y'all let's bring heaven down let's bring heaven down all over every campus god i pray right now that your holy spirit would answer the cry of their heart you know god what they're going through what they've carried you know God the hurt you know the sorrow you know the sleepless nights you've seen them God you catch every tear in a jar and you know what they're going through so in the name above all names Jesus Christ heal them right now heal them set them free in Jesus name I pray set them free in Jesus name in Jesus name in Jesus name now raise your hands let's proclaim this not for a minute We were never forsaken. He's here. He's here. Just sing it out loud one time. look at me, no matter where you're at let's look at Reggie, do you know Jesus this morning, are you saved did you walk in this room with sin did you walk into campus not knowing that he's your Lord and Savior and just before we leave, before pastor comes and closes in prayer this is your day, this is the day that you start a party in heaven the Bible says when one gets right, all heaven rejoices so with every head bowed and every eye closed, listen to the scripture Romans chapter 10 verse 9 if you declare with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead you will be saved you will be saved you will be saved and we're going to do it together because we're family here at Equippers we're family so you know if you walked in with sin you know where you are in any of our campuses in their sin in your life then I need you to do this and we're all going to say it together I need every saint to help every sinner I need every sinner to help yourself everybody say Jesus, Jesus. today I ask you to forgive me of my sin. I know I've done wrong, but I'm asking you, with my mouth, I'm declaring, Jesus Christ is Lord of all. With my heart, I'm proclaiming, I need you, Jesus. The Bible says, I'm saved by the words I've said. Whether I feel it or not, in jesus name i am saved so god thank you now i pray that you would let me know that you've never left me that you've always been there right by my side every head bowed every eye closed no one looking around all over this room all over all our campuses if you are here and you say reggie i walked in this room with sin in my life The Bible says in the book of Matthew, if you declare me before men, I'll declare you before my Father in heaven. Pastor Sam, can you just come and stand right beside me? I'm not looking up. I'm going to bow my head and close my eyes. But here it is. The pastor in charge of each campus is walking on the platform right now. And they're just going to look out into the audience. Every head bowed, every eye closed. This only takes a moment, but it's, it's obedience is the ingredient. If you said that prayer, asking Jesus to be Lord of your life you had sin in your life when you came into this room and you meant the words that you said i don't care how you feel feelings come and go but jesus is always there if you did that prayer this morning i want you to look up look at pastor and just wave and keep waving until he waves back at you on the count of three one two three do it go 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 just wave at him today today you did it you got right with god just wave at him. wave at him wave at him he whom the son sets free is free indeed.